Hello, friends, and welcome to the PrepWell podcast. I'm your host, Phil Black. And if you have an 8th, ninth, or 10th grader with big aspirations, like the Ivy League or military service academies like West Point, ROTC, or athletic scholarships, boom, you've come to the right place. My specialty, my superpower, if you will, is preparing families for these competitive programs. I'll teach you what your child should do, when they should do it, and how you can help. So stick around and prepare to out-prepare. Hello, friends, and welcome to the PrepWell podcast. Today, I am bringing to the podcast something that I do on a regular basis with students and sometimes parents, either in person or over the phone or sometimes a Zoom call. Increasingly, it's been the latter two options. I'm going to walk through exactly how I assess and advise students on what the college admissions process is like, what the steps are, what the priorities are, how the student stacks up in the process, how competitive they may be or not be, and what more they need to do to reach their goals. And I normally do this with a single piece of paper in front of me called the College Admissions Snapshot. I'm actually holding it right here. This is something that I created years ago to boil down the entire admissions process into one handy outline. It's available on our website for download for free. Thousands of people have downloaded it and used it for themselves. If you need a little bit more guidance, you can also find several long-form YouTube videos of me walking through this outline in detail if you prefer to watch videos versus listening. But I know some people don't have time to watch a 45-minute video or they prefer to listen to podcasts because they can do so passively while doing other things, while driving or waiting online or doing chores around the house. So I thought I'd do my best to bring the same content to the podcast. So let me know how you think it goes. Of course, like everything else in the land of prep, well, the earlier you do this type of audit, the better. I don't love doing this type of review with students in the middle of 11th grade or the beginning of 12th grade, because as we walk through the most important parts of the process, they often quickly come to realize that there are massive gaps in their profile and they wish they could go back in time to get better grades or take different classes or pay attention to their summers, not waste time on low-impact activities. So that's not so fun. What is fun and rewarding is opening up the eyes of 8th, ninth, and 10th graders who still have a fighting chance to build the type of profile that they'll be proud of and that aligns with what they want out of life. And yes, this can be challenging. If your child doesn't really care about their future, then this is a tough sell. However, I also know that kids' maturity levels change quickly. So if at first they aren't interested, try, try again. If you are a student right now and you happen to be listening and you aren't super motivated or you don't get why this stuff is important, and you're listening to this because your mom or dad are forcing you to, or you don't think that things that you do now will impact your future, I don't know what to tell you, other than that I hope you give it a shot. You can have massive impact on your future by, number one, understanding what lies ahead, and that's what I hope to accomplish today. Number two, 
establishing a vision of where you want to go, who you want to be, what you want your life to be like. And this is what I help you with inside Preple Academy. And lastly, number three, taking action toward that end, actually doing something or doing many things to help you move ahead. And that's going to be where you come in. And what I'd like to do right now is to walk you through the roadmap from top to bottom of exactly what goes into the college admissions process so that you have an idea of what lies ahead. If you have no idea what's to come, other than some fuzzy picture of SAT tests and AP classes and college visits and letters of recommendation, then you will not be prepared for the day when you need to pull it all together in an application. There will be massive gaps that you had no idea about, and you'll be filled with regret. The roadmap, by the way, I'll be referring to is available on our website at prepalacademy.com, and it's a single page, just one page. Print it out and follow along. It's not some crazy 40-page ebook loaded with a bunch of filler and checklists and a ton of generic photos of kids smiling with books open on their laps. Instead, this is a bare-bones, down-and-dirty, one-page outline of what's to come. And in this podcast, I will attempt to help you fill in a lot of the blanks. Again, the one-page worksheet is at the very bottom of the homepage at prepalacademy.com, where it says, Will Your Child Be Competitive? I'm more than happy to send you this overview, or what we like to call a snapshot, so you can follow along, or use it on your own, or use it with YouTube videos. Okay, let's get started. At the top of the page, in case you don't have the worksheet in front of you, it says College Admissions Snapshot. This means that this outline will give you a picture of where you are, a snapshot at any given time in the process. If you're an eighth grader, many of these items will remain blank because you haven't gotten to high school yet. As you get into ninth and tenth grade, the blanks start to get filled in. And my goal is to give the early students an idea of what's to come so they can rise to the challenge. And for the students that are in it now and moving through it in real time, to understand where they are and how competitive they may be. So let's start moving down the page. If you're driving right now and haven't gotten a chance to print it out yet, I'm going to do my best to communicate what we're looking at as we move through this process. So at the very top of the page, the first category is called Objective Academic Metrics, also known as the Big Three. These three items are very important when it comes to college admissions. I refer to them on the worksheet as objective because they are number-based for the most part. They're mostly black and white. The Big Three are, number one, GPA, number two, standardized test scores, that's SAT or ACT, and number three, the rigor of your classwork. Colleges start with these three data points because they can be measured. These data allow colleges to evaluate students quickly at scale to determine if the combination of their big three is consistent with the types of students they want at their school. And computers can do a lot of the heavy lifting here. Remember, some colleges get over 100,000 applications, and there's no way an admissions office would have the time or the resources 
to review all 100,000 applications. So your GPA, your standardized test score, and the types of classes that you took during 9th, 10th, and 11th grade will determine whether or not you make it through what I call the initial screen. Of course, it matters what type of schools you're applying to. To get into an Ivy League school, for instance, the holes in the screen are very, very small, and it's tougher to make it through that screen. In bigger state schools, the holes in the screen are bigger, and more people make it through. So obviously, if you have high hopes for getting into a highly selective school someday, you'll have to make sure you're minding your big three. If your GPA is so-so, and you do average on the SAT or ACT, and you took all non-weighted classes, chances are you'll hit the screen at the more selective schools, and you won't make it to the next stage. If you want to make it through the initial screen, then pay attention to your GPA, do well in class, prepare for the SAT or ACT, take challenging classes. If you do all of those things, starting in ninth grade, ding, 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 did you hear that? Ninth grade, not 10th or 11th grade, starting in ninth grade, there's a good chance you'll make it through that initial screen. And at this point, that's all you can ask for. Now, let me make something perfectly clear. If you make it through the initial screen because your big three were good enough, this in no way, shape, or form means that you're getting into any school you want. It simply means that the schools will spend a few more minutes reviewing your application. It's a step of many steps. It's not the final step, not even close. You just have to keep making it through the next screen. So why does this matter now if you're an 8th, ninth, or 10th grader? Well, one, because it's very difficult to bring your GPA up the further you get into school. You want to start getting good grades early so that you have a fighting chance later. When the heat gets turned up in 11th grade, 11th grade is no time to decide that you want to improve your GPA because you're going to have to play catch up and oftentimes it's impossible. You need to set yourself up for success now. So what happens if and when you get through the initial screen? Let's just assume that you get through the screen for now. And for those of you who don't have the one-page worksheet in front of you, we are now moving down the worksheet to the next section called extracurricular activities. This is where admissions officers look at what you've done outside the classroom. What you've done outside the classroom. After all, your GPA and transcript show how you fared inside the classroom, but now admissions officers want to know more. Are you a musician or an athlete or coin collector or a thespian or a STEM wizard? What do you do for fun, for recreation, to help others? What have you done over the summers? Have you had a job? Have you volunteered? Have you taken any college courses, started a business, traveled? Colleges want to know this stuff. And it's your job to do the things that really highlight what you care about and what you excel at. I tell my prep wellers to use this section, the extracurricular section, to paint a picture of your best self. Paint a picture that makes it very clear to the admissions officer who you are and what makes you tick. I spend a lot of time inside Prepwell Academy 
helping students brainstorm to find activities that will help them shine and help them be the best person they can be. The bottom line is this. Once you get past the initial screen, it's time to show the colleges what you've been up to outside of the classroom. I've spent many podcast episodes on this very topic, so please go back and check some of those out if you're interested in more information. Or enroll in Preppel Academy if you have not yet and hear this type of advice from me every single week. So why does an 8th, ninth, or 10th grader care about this now? Well, because the decisions they make in their first two to three years of high school can make or break their extracurriculars. Extracurricular success is typically cumulative in nature, meaning you get better at particular activities the longer you do them. If 8th, ninth, and 10th graders ignore these things and they don't do very much outside the classroom, then they shouldn't be surprised when colleges ignore them when they apply. It stands to reason. Now, and by now, I mean 8th, ninth, and 10th grade. Now is the time to get your ducks in a row so that you have something to be proud of to write about in your application. Okay, now we're going to move down the worksheet again to the next section called Awards and Honors. Once admissions officers get a flavor of what you've done, now they want to know how well you've done. Have you simply participated in things or have you excelled? That's what the awards and honors section is all about. A long list of activities is nice, but demonstrating high levels of skill or ability or talent or recognition counts a lot more. How good of a piano player are you? What type of ranking do you have in the national robotics competitions? Are you the MVP of your high school basketball team? Or are you a McDonald's All-American basketball player? Your level of achievement in these activities plays a role as well, especially at the more selective schools. Let's move down to the next section. Now that we've covered what you've done, and how well you've done, now admissions officers want to know what others thought of you. This is where letters of recommendation come into play. It's one thing to sing your own praises. It's another thing for someone else, a third-party experienced objective observer like a teacher, to sing your praises. You'd rather have the latter. You'd rather have your AP bio teacher or your honors U.S. history teacher, go on and on about how great you are. This could be a game changer for you, especially this coming year when standardized test scores will likely take a lesser role in admissions. And I've dedicated several podcasts to this very topic because it's so important. So if you're interested in a deeper dive, please check out those episodes. On to the next section. Next, colleges will want to know what you think of their school. Yes, colleges care very much about your opinion of their school. They want to know, and they spend millions of dollars trying to figure this out. Whether or not you would actually attend their school if you were admitted. I won't spend time right now describing, explaining exactly how they do this or why they care so much. I've talked about that in other episodes. But suffice it to say that it behooves you 
to show them a lot of love as early and often as possible to the schools that you really want to go to. And you can do that in many different ways, as we've talked about before, starting early in the process. You can follow their social media pages, listen to their podcasts, go to the college fair, seek out their college representative, take a campus tour, apply early, reach out to their admissions office, their financial aid office, and much more. All of these different strategies and tactics are known as demonstrated interest. And I cover these topics at length inside Preppel Academy when the timing is right. Let's move on to the next section. Next, colleges want to know what you think of yourself. How do they do that? Well, they make you write essay responses to questions that ask you to share something about yourself, something that reveals how your brain works, what are your beliefs, your convictions, your sensibilities, your upbringing. Are you introspective? Have you reflected on your life and figured out a few things? Have you developed insights about human nature that are unique? All of these goodies can be revealed in your essays. There's a main common application essay that's 650 words. And then individual colleges can also ask you questions of their own to help get at the real you. And it can't be overstated how important these essays can be, especially at the more selective colleges. And I spend several podcasts, and many Preppel Academy videos coaching and teaching students how to approach this essay writing. It's very important on many levels. And lastly, the final section, what do schools need? Sometimes schools have what we call institutional priorities. This means that they need certain types of students to attend their school for any number of reasons. They may need athletes, or oboe players, or computer science experts, or students from a particular socioeconomic background, or certain part of the country, or sexual orientation. Each school has their own set of priorities that they try to fill with each incoming class. Most of the time, you can't control what the colleges need in any given year, but it's nice to know what their priorities are. But your job is to prepare yourself the best you can, and then you're going to have to leave it up to the process. Well, that brings us to the end of our one-page college admissions snapshot. Obviously, I could spend hours on each of these topics individually, but that would be a lot to digest in one sitting. What I hope I've accomplished is giving you a high-level, 30,000-foot view of the types of things that colleges will be looking for and when, and a framework to succeed in each of those at just the right time. And therein lies the basis of Preppel Academy. It's nice to listen to this podcast and get an overall sense of what's to come, but how much of this will you actually be able to retain and execute on tomorrow morning, for example? I don't know. But Preppel Academy was created with the assumption that you, and by you I mean either the parent or the student, can't easily make this happen on your own without some structured guidance. And that's what Preppel Academy provides. Preppel puts you on a path that provides weekly guidance to make sure you are taking care of business when it matters most. So if you're not yet enrolled, I encourage you to get with the program, enroll your son or daughter, and make this process 
a whole lot easier. That's all I've got for you today, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your continued support. If you know a parent with an 8th grader, ninth grader, 10th grader, 11th grader in high school that might find this episode helpful, please share it with them. You can do that by finding that small box with a tiny arrow pointing up. That there is the share button. Click that button. Text your friends the link to this episode. Maybe even put a personal note from you recommending that they give it a listen. If you have questions, comments, or an idea for an upcoming episode, please reach out to me by email. DM me on Instagram, preple underscore academy. Check out my blog. Visit on Facebook. Connect with me on LinkedIn. I would love to hear from you. Until next week, goodbye, good luck, and never stop preparing. This podcast is brought to you by PrepWell Academy. PrepWell Academy is my one-of-a-kind online mentoring program that delivers to your ninth or 10th grader a short, highly relevant video from me every week, every Sunday, in fact, where I give them a heads up about what they should be thinking about to stay ahead of the game. To get these valuable lessons into your child's hands, please head over to PrepWellAcademy.com and enroll your child today.